I'm increasingly noticing that I don't actually agree with a lot of my judgments. Getting Discomfortable With Judgment I am a very judgmental person, it turns out. I'm not sure that if you asked people who know me, they would claim I'm judgmental. But that's just because I don't often voice the judgments. That doesn't mean I'm not judgmental. So I'm sort of curious and I'm, I'm feeling playful and provocative and I'm hoping that you will look inward at yourself and question, are you judgmental? Are you someone who voices those judgments? Are you someone who just thinks those judgments? Of course, we're all judgmental. I mean, we all have to make judgments. Well, I don't know if we have to, but we I would say that our brain is evolved to make judgments. Our brain is evolved to kind of have opinions about things. You might get into something like Buddhism and start to stray away from that, but I think that's kind of our default state. And for me, I think what makes someone judgmental really comes down to how much are they aligned with the judgments that they have? How much do they believe and act upon and identify with the judgments that they have. I'm, I'm increasingly noticing that I don't actually agree with a lot of my judgments, or maybe I, I agree with them, but I just don't care. Like, I just don't see the importance of them. Like, I think a judgment for me is really connected to my childhood conditioning, or what some people would call acculturation. I'm sort of a child wiring my brain to what I see around me, and I'm picking up all of these cultural norms from my family, from my peers, from my teachers, from from media. And I'm starting to kind of create an identity around certain kind of opinions of who I am and where I fall on certain cultural lines. And those things get really ingrained into my brain. And then as an adult, they just kind of pop into my head. And sometimes the judgments come in someone else's voice. Like I'll walk into someone's house and I'll hear the judgment of uh, someone, I won't name names, kind of come into my head and like whisper disparaging things about their taste. And then if I notice that judgment, there's a moment where I can kind of reflect on it and say, I mean, yeah, I guess I'm enrolled, like this, this sort of isn't my taste. Like I agree that this house isn't my taste. But the the kind of slight vitriol or emotion or rejection connected to the judgment doesn't really land with my prefrontal cortex, you know, my kind of sense of self. My sense of self is like, well, yeah, this isn't my taste, but whatever, it's your house. Well, I don't really care. I mean, I might feel more comfortable 
in a space that's designed exactly in the kind of rustic, modern, minimalist style that I like, sure. And and maybe if the house was cleaner or something, I would feel more comfortable, sure. But I don't really want to, like, agree or embrace the judgment and say, yes, this is 100% how I feel. And I think that's part of the reason why I often don't voice the judgment, but it's still there. And I actually find that ironically, by not voicing it, the judgment tends to linger. It kind of like poisons my relationship with a space or with a person or with a situation. It's like I'm carrying around this bit of unpleasantness. And I've actually found that even though I don't really agree with a lot of my judgments, it is more effective, it is more useful to voice them, because through voicing them, I'm actually getting that bit of unpleasantness out. It's like I'm clearing it out of my system. And once it's out, my relationship with the thing that I was judging, the person or space or idea, my relationship with that becomes so much more open and connective. It's like the judgment unexpressed is this block. And by expressing it, ironically, it becomes unblocked. Now, of course, this is a very delicate thing because by expressing it, I'm kind of creating potential tension and unpleasantness with the person or thing that I had the judgment towards. So I think our culture is kind of holding judgment in a counterproductive way. I think our culture is saying, when someone judges you, you have every right to kind of be offended and to use that against them and perhaps to judge them back, to judge them for judging you. But then maybe you don't say that because, you know, judgment's bad and you shouldn't say it. So our culture is kind of enrolling us in this philosophy that judgment shouldn't be spoken because when it is spoken, it means it's true and offensive to the subject of the judgment. But I'm here to say that actually, in my experience, it's the reverse, that judgments should be expressed because that's how they can be exercised, and that judgments, I want to say, shouldn't be taken personally. Of course, we don't really get to consciously decide what our system will and will not take personally. But what I mean to say is we could whether our system is is impacted in an unpleasant way or not, whether we, quote-unquote, take it personally or not, we could have a, an idea in our brain that says, oh, right, judgment, unpleasant, can hurt, but is okay, and is worth voicing, as opposed to is offensive, insulting, and shouldn't be voiced. So lately, I've been attempting to be more transparent about my judgments. And um, sometimes I will just say, you know, I have judgments coming up and I won't say what they are. And that's sort of helpful. That's somewhat um, 
it's definitely more authentic and honest and transparent, and it definitely kind of loosens the block a little bit. But it really seems so much more cathartic to actually voice what the judgment specifically is. And this is really delicate, and and I've done it sometimes in a way that I think has impacted people in an unnecessarily unpleasant way. And sometimes I've managed to do it in a way that that I was able to kind of frame it such that the person wasn't really insulted by it. And oftentimes, either way, it has actually led to more connection. Not only because I was free of this block and therefore unencumbered and sort of just able to clearly want to connect, but also it just led to more authenticity and more honesty between me and the subject of the judgment. And that is a perfect groundwork for deeper connection. You know, like they see the full me and they heard me out and they were able to accept the full me as opposed to me hiding something and feeling a level of acceptance and connection that my body knows isn't 100%. If they knew what I was hiding, I don't know if they would really want to be connected or accepting of me. So I'm definitely in favor of increased authenticity whenever possible. And often I'm like, oh, well, I can't be fully authentic because what I'm thinking is judgmental and that's going to hurt the person. And, oh, isn't it convenient that I think it's going to hurt the person because I'm also secretly worried about the shame that I feel about being judgmental at all. I often notice that I think I'm worried about someone else's feelings when really it's just as plausible that I'm worried about me looking bad or me feeling shame. So those two things kind of go hand in hand, I often find. So when I approach expressing judgment, I try to frame it very delicately by noting that my judgment comes from the past, comes from my conditioning comes from my childhood. So I want to voice that. And I also want to name that I don't necessarily agree with it. Often that's really clear to me. It's like, oh, I have a judgment coming up. I actually don't agree with it at all. Um, Sometimes I'm like, I kind of agree with it. I'm not entirely sure. And sometimes I'm just like, I don't really know what I think, but there is definitely a strong judgment coming up. And so I try to kind of really frame it as that doesn't mean this judgment is true. That doesn't mean that I am espousing some kind of personal ideology. It's just like these old remnants of cultural norms and safety strategies that are stuck within me. And I just want to get them out. And the other thing that I will add in this sort of (laughs) delicate process of expressing a judgment, is that I'm doing so for the express purpose of connection. I want to say, I have a story in my head that when I express my judgments, they actually are kind of exercised from my system. They're, They're out there. And I find that like once that kind of unpleasant, almost like a bit of lava is removed from my system, I feel so much more open to connection. 
it just feels like freer. And I, I recognize that, you know, by doing that, I might be burdening the other person. But that's why I'm trying to frame it in all of these ways, such that when it hits them, it is softened. So kind of like my three points of expressing a judgment, I guess, like, I didn't write this down. This is kind of on the fly. I'm sort of realizing I have, oh, okay, I guess there's three kind of rules or ideas or suggestions for how to express a judgment. One of them is to note that the judgment is from the past. Another is to note that you don't necessarily agree with it. And finally, to just make it very clear that you're expressing the judgment for the purpose of connecting with the person you are judging. And then, I don't know, you could also probably ask them, are you even available to hear this? Are you, do you feel resourced and strong enough and ready and open to hearing a judgment? Or would you prefer that I just keep it to myself? And I find that most people are intrigued and um, want to hear it. Though I will note that sometimes when I voice it, it impacts them surprisingly more painfully than they thought it would. And then there's a kind of opportunity there for repair. And I think in the repair, you have the opportunity to build an even stronger connection. And it really is true in my mind, that judgment is all about connection. In fact, I'm noticing that when I go into judgment or envy or shame, it's always about connection. When I, I mean, I basically want to connect with everyone who I think of psychologically as my in-group, and I have it in my head that the whole human race is my in-group, so I really do want to connect with everyone. And I think that's probably true for most humans. We want to connect with everyone who seems like they're part of our in-group, whatever that kind of means psychologically for your system. It might even, in-group might not even be a super conscious thing, but pretty much I think we want to connect with everyone. And when I go into judgment, it's because there's something blocking the connection. So I want to connect with someone, but then they are wearing this clothing that is triggering something in me that says, if I connect with them because of their bad clothing or whatever it is, I might be endangering my chances of connecting with others. So then I go into judgment. I judge the thing about the person who I secretly want to connect with because I want to connect with them, and this thing seems to be blocking it. If only you had better clothes, then I, we could connect, which is what I secretly want. And I wouldn't have to worry about being judged and rejected by my other friends for being connected to someone with bad taste, something like that. It's kind of a silly example, but hopefully you get the point. You may not feel it in the moment of deep judgment, but I suspect that you would love to be connecting with the person you're judging, And the judgment is a way of saying, ah, this part of you needs to change so that I can connect with you, which is what I want. So when you start to disconnect from the contents of your judgment and see that you might not actually even fully believe that, or it might be about your fears of someone else's opinion, 
then it's a lot easier to say to someone, wow, I want to be connected with you, but I have this old judgment coming up about the way you dress that's getting in the way. Or I have this fear that other people will judge me and you based on the way you dress, and I will have to kind of choose between connection with you and connection with important others. So that's causing judgment. And again, you can kind of see how both of those stories just aren't really true. Who knows if other people are going to judge you for connecting with this person? I mean, I I guess it becomes more pointed with a better example, like, oh, if I accept and connect with someone who is anti-vaccine, then I really could imagine other people judging and rejecting me because I seem to be tolerating something that they don't think should be tolerated. It's the same if I were to maybe connect with someone who is uh, accused of or, or found guilty of some kind of crime. Again, I worry that I will lose connection elsewhere by connecting with that person, so judgment comes up as this kind of blocker. I think another way that judgment might come up to block connection is when we think that the person who we secretly or consciously want to connect with doesn't want to connect with us. So if for some reason I get some hint that any person doesn't want to connect with me, my brain will almost certainly find some judgment to throw at them to, um, in this case, it's almost to like make it okay that they don't want to connect with me. Oh, well, I don't want to connect with them anyway, because look at their bad clothing, or look at their opinion on this, or whatever. So I notice that judgment is sort of this tool of social safety. So now, when I notice judgment coming up, I kind of just shortcut around it. I'm like, oh, I'm in judgment. So that means I want to be connected to this person, and I feel like there's some block. I feel like either maybe they don't want to connect with me or wouldn't want to connect with me, like they're just too cool or better than me or smarter or something, so I have to find something to judge about them. Or I am worried that by connecting with them, I will lose important connection elsewhere. So just, I don't know, immediately referencing judgment to fears about connection just really helps clarify things. And when I know that that's what it's really about, then I have more kind of useful strategies. And I don't even really need to engage with the contents of the judgment that much. When it's the judgment side of other people will reject me for connecting with this person, that that is just outside of my value system. Like, yes, I want everyone to like me, and I feel the tension and shame of balancing everyone liking me. But ultimately, I'm like, AJ, you should risk it. You should risk it because you can't live your life hypothetically fearing disconnection from other people as an excuse not to connect with the person who's right in front of you. So that whole system of thinking, while very still very powerful in an emotional way, like I feel it, I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway. So just seeing that that's what it's about is helpful because then I can kind of muster the courage to try to connect with them anyway. And when it's the side of, oh, I think they don't want to connect with me, therefore I have to judge them, then I can have this whole 
questioning space of, well, is that true? And how are you going to find out if it's true? Like, maybe you should ask the person, are they interested in connection with you? Or maybe you should try some connection strategies with them and see if they work. And then, you know, discover that they do want to connect with you. And if at any time someone is like, no, I don't want to connect with you, then I will feel some shame and that will be fine. I'll be like, oh, that's too bad. I feel shame. I'd love to be connected with everyone. (laughs) But it doesn't always happen and that's fine. I will also name that sometimes I judge people for not being good enough, not being worth my time to connect with. But I think that form of judgment is just a subtler variation on if I connect with this person, I will lose important connection elsewhere. It's, it's by thinking that they're not cool enough or they're not worth it. It's, it's about me wanting to belong with some, you know, theoretical group of cool, worthwhile people. And so I think what's really happening is that I think if I connect with this person, I will lose the chance to be with these so-called hypothetical cooler people. So once again, just like understanding that helps me see that I'm outside of my values. That being said, like, I honestly can't connect with everyone. You know, I I can't deeply and sustainably connect with every human. So then I do have to make some tough decisions and set some tough boundaries and, and have some kind of process for deciding why I will and will not lean into deeper connection with any given person. And that's always super hard and uncomfortable for me. And I feel a lot of shame because it's like, I don't want to reject anyone who wants to connect. But also I'm aware that like I have finite time and I want to do things and connect with my friends who I've known for a long time. And I have certain kind of, you know, interests and values that I want to pursue. And if I sense that someone isn't aligned with those, it just doesn't seem like it's in service of my journey. So, yeah, unfortunately, sometimes I have to say no. And of course, even when I don't want to deeply connect with someone, I will admit that I still want them to like me. It's like, I want them to be out in the world sending liking and warmth and connection towards me, even if I'm not really reciprocating, which is... I don't know, sounds kind of shitty, sounds kind of selfish or something like that. But that's what my system wants. It would be untrue to say that my system is sort of fine with people disliking me from a distance. My system doesn't like that. That is true. But once again, I obviously can't control what people think. And if someone is in a disliking state towards me, I'll just feel some shame and carry on. I guess the point of this episode is to just invite you, to entreat you, to encourage you to talk about your judgments when they come up and see how that feels. And you might discover, surprisingly, that the person you're judging is a lot more appealing to connect with the second you've gotten that judgment out, the second you've said it. You'll be like, oh, and now that I've said it, I don't really care about that judgment that much anymore. And I'm ready to connect. Of course, they might have some impact that needs to be repaired. 
and that can be, you know, tricky. But I still encourage you to try it, and I encourage you to see if you can incorporate these three or four practices of naming that this is a judgment you don't necessarily agree with, naming that this judgment comes from your childhood conditioning, most likely, naming that you're trying to do this in service of connecting with that person. And what was the last one? (laughs) Well, maybe the last one was just kind of making it clear, this theory, that by saying the judgment, you are exercising it. You, you, it's like, if you can hold the space for me to say this judgment, it's almost like I might not even be judging you in that way anymore once it's been seen and heard and said. So just giving that little bit of theory might be helpful because it's like, I want to connect with you and I actually want to not have this judgment, which I don't even really agree with and comes from my unconscious childhood anyway. So just, I feel like all of that really sets the stage for someone to hear a judgment without being impacted in quite the insulted, hurt, uh, unpleasant way that our society kind of says we are entitled to react to judgment. This is certainly a practice that I am still working on, and I'd love to hear, you know, if you try it, what comes up for you. If, if you if you come up with some other kind of skillful ways to voice judgment, I'd love to hear it. And, and again, I just sort of want to encapsulate this whole conversation by saying that I do believe that the more authentic we can be, we have more potential to be happy as well as in a state of kind of like self-empowerment. On the happy side, it, it, it of course depends on how our judgments are accepted by others in the sense of like it could create deeper connection. It could create the sense that we are being accepted on a much fuller level than we were before, for which our body will likely reward us because it wants us to be fully connected with other people for social safety as a social animal. So that's one side. But then even if the judgment isn't received well and the connection is severed, I think you'll find that there is still an angle of self-empowerment and self-trust that you will hold no matter what, wherein your system appreciates that you will be honest and that you will say what's true and that you will not hide it or be ashamed or afraid of it. Even if you are feeling shame and fear, you will still have the courage to do it anyway. And there's something empowering about that. It's like, wow, I'm the person who says what's true for me. And it just feels liberating. So I think being authentic, especially with conflictual things like judgment, can have those two effects of of more joy and more connection and more self-connection and more like self-joy, if that makes any sense. <laughs> 